Welcome to the Athletic Nerd Podcast with me, your host, Alex Young. And after a two-week hiatus, I'm back. Um, a lot of stuff has happened in the past couple of weeks. Um, I've been worrying about college bills. I've been worrying about getting back in shape. A bunch of things. But I, I think the one thing in particular that I've learned from um, just the past two weeks is something that uh, Gary V said on his like daily Instagram post, he's always posting on Instagram on IG, and he said, "Get more done in the micro, worry less about the macro." And for those of you who don't know what macro micro is, so essentially micro is as it, as it sounds small, short term, macro meaning big, long term. And as he said. Worry less about what you're going to do in the long term. Focus more about what you can do in the short term. And he was like, most people have this reversed. And it was just something genius that I never really considered. Like, me, myself, personally, I never really considered um, what, like, how how that affects me so much. Like, for the past four or five years, so I've, I've said this multiple times on the podcast. This is like my fourth run at like YouTube and just content creation, right? And I've had these two things mixed up so much and it would ultimately ruin the content. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, I think all of my content is wonderful. It's like each one is like a child of mine, but like there, there's certain things, there's certain times I can remember about like certain pieces of content where I'm like, I didn't have fun creating this content. And the reason being was because, oh, I need to post something once a week. I need to do this. I need to do that. Blah, 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 blah. And although it still came out great, I didn't have fun creating it. I didn't like have a fond memory looking back on the, oh man, I was editing this like at 1130 at night. You know what I mean? Blah, 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 blah. And it's just circumstances that I wasn't really feeling it and I didn't feel like creating but my mentality was you're falling behind if you're not creating. So to combat this and the reason why I've been off the podcasting for a while, for like two weeks or so, has been to do more micro. I consider this macro. I consider making these hour-long podcast videos where I literally talk to myself in my basement macro because it's very hard for me. I've had interviews with my friends for the past couple of episodes now because to me, that's easy. It's something that's just like automatic. It doesn't require a lot of effort for me. It's not hard for me to talk. I consider myself one of the best talkers in the world because that's just what I do. It's just on automatic. I can do it easily. Um, however, talking to myself, you know what I mean, is a little bit bonkers. You know what I mean? It, it's just, it doesn't seem like a lot to you, the listener, because you, you're, you're just listening. That's all you have to do. But you really don't know the feeling of simply talking to an empty room, to a wall, until you do it. It's a completely different experience. So I've started to worry less about podcasting and more on just living my life, being happy. At the end of the day, the goal is to be happy. Um, you know, frustrated, like being thinking, okay, I need to get a podcast out every single week when it's not like fun for me, it's frustrating. So I've been worrying less about stuff in the macro and more focusing on stuff in the micro. So 
before I get into athletic topics, what I've been really focusing on is just branching out my content. Um, again, Gary V has really been pushing for TikTok. Go on TikTok. You know, this is like big thing. Go on TikTok. And I posted a bunch of videos on TikTok and it actually did really well. You know, I've gotten a couple thousand views on content that's been up on IG for a while now. And I just posted it up on TikTok and it got a lot of um, love. So... I definitely recommend if you're a content creator, like at least check out TikTok. It'll really like branch out your content to people you really didn't think you could. Because there's a lot of there's a lot of I, I guess the word would be free real estate on TikTok. There's not a lot of people on it. It's not as like crowded. That's a good way to put it. It's not as crowded. There's not as many users on Instagram as there are on TikTok. And it's definitely worth the move. I would definitely give it a try if you're a content creator like myself. Um, I've also just been doing, again, the eighty Instagram strategy that Gary V has. Um, that is essentially just commenting on a bunch of posts that have to do with your related content so that people can come and see your content. Um, and yeah, that's really what I've been doing um, for the past few days or so. For the past few weeks, excuse me. Just really focusing on IG, commenting, 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 commenting on Twitter, commenting on TikTok, you know what I mean? Just focusing on the micro because it ultimately will lead up to the macro. Other stuff that I've really been focusing on, so again, bills I would consider micro. Um, got my college bills, like loans, tuition, got that stuff figured out. That was actually really tough. But again, thousands and hundreds of thousands and millions of kids around the world are doing the same thing I'm doing and have to go through the same process. So it's really kind of put less of a strain on my shoulders when I realize that there are people around me going through the same exact thing. Um, what else? I think basketball would be the main thing that's really been coming back to me. Um, ever since, again, I've been talking about this injury that's really been inflecting me, hasn't, it's been halting me from running. I've been getting back into basketball because it doesn't hurt my leg as much to play ball and doesn't stress my injury as much, doesn't give me as much pressure. So I've been playing basketball a lot at my college with my uh, friend. So we've been going there a lot. And honestly, that's pretty much been one of the greatest things for me in the micro that's really helped me out a lot. It's put a lot less pressure. Um, I've been having like thoughts back and forth with myself like, okay, how is this making you better? Blah, 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 blah. You're just wasting your time. You're playing basketball. How, how is this content? Why don't you record yourself playing basketball? But then once I kind of said to myself, you know, I'm not happy with what like, like frustrating myself to the point where I'm not happy, like making podcasts, I just need to like recuperate and try and play basketball just for the sake of playing basketball. So once I got over there, <clears throat> excuse me, once I got over there to my college, started playing ball, everything started to like make sense again. Um, again, for those of you who don't know, manager on my freshman year basketball team, um, although I was the manager, right? Um, definitely one of the least skilled players on my team. The, like there's no contest. Um, lower half of the squad. However... Even though I was part of the lower half of the squad, I still learned a lot and was part of a really good team and learned the fundamentals. Um, the best way I can explain this 
Imagine if you're an 18, an older, older person, like 18 plus, playing against someone who's like 14 years old, 13 years old, who like just picked up like Super Smash Brothers or some video game and it's like a versus game, right? And you're playing each other and you just realize like, wow, I just have years of experience on this person. That's pretty much the feeling I felt when I was playing basketball with um, a lot of my friends, especially my friend who um, I went to uh, to play college with at the basketball court. It was just like years of experience piled up like myself. Like I just have all the, all this experience of playing basketball, playing with my team, playing outdoors, playing indoors, playing against other teams in my area in uh, like high school, in high school basketball. And although I wasn't great in that league, when it comes to like random, like 5v5 pickup basketball, I'm actually pretty decent. Um, I wouldn't say that I'm the quickest. I, I, I will like to say that I'm pretty fast. I, I will give myself that credit. I'm definitely not the strongest. Um, at this point, I, I weigh like 165. I've gained like five or so pounds um, since I stopped dieting. And that really has helped a little bit. It's been, um, it, it's not a big change, but now I don't have to diet as much. I, I want to stay around 170, 165, and then gain all that back up in muscle to 180. Um, so again, a little bit skinnier. However, layups, my, I, I guess the main thing, my friend likes to call it my athleticism, but I wouldn't even call it my athleticism. I'd I compare myself. Imagine if Ben Simmons only had a right hand and he couldn't finish with his left. Um, and he was like less athletic and buff that that's what I would consider myself. I can finish great. I, I have a great handle, pretty decent handle as far as pickup goes, and I can just finish on the right side. Um, things I'm working on just like left-handed, I can shoot a little bit, nothing crazy. Um, but with all the skill that I've had, like playing for the past four plus years, like playing with serious other basketball teams and learning my handle and how to dribble around people and stuff like that. It, it's just, I'm glad that I went through like the pain and the suffering to get to where I am now because Playing basketball, like, I, I've never really said this to, like, anyone, which I, f I find kind of crazy, but, like, after my freshman year of basketball, basketball really wasn't that fun, I guess. It was more frustrating. I, right now, I, I consider myself, like, a very well-rounded player with offense and defense, but growing up playing basketball... I, I was, like, put into it, like, my dad was like, okay, yo, uh, let me put you on the basketball team for the grade school, and it's just, I don't know what it is, I don't know if it was just the fact that, like, I grew up unathletic, um, didn't know how to eat right, or if it because I was, like, a lot, too much of a nerd, or, or whatever, it's just, I never liked basketball, um, I never, I, and I think it was mainly because of the part of running. I definitely wasn't that um, athletic at the time. Nothing compared to what I am now. Um, and mainly all I really did was get rebounds and play defense. That's really all I did. Um, now, you know, I'm trying to like branch out my game a little bit. Again, I can score on the right-handed side as far as layups go. But other than that, I can't score with my left that well. And I can't shoot that well. Um, I'm trying to work on it, but you know, that's parts of my game that I need to work on. Um, 
and that's pretty much how I how I grew up. It just wasn't it wasn't that fun for me. Again, I think the main thing I talked about this on episode zero. When my friend introduced me to basketball through video games, everything started to click, which I find which is really weird if you really think about it. Real life basketball didn't make sense. However, video game basketball, where I didn't have to put any effort into what I was doing, translated back into the real world. So if I was born in the 80s and I had the same body type and body weight, I probably would have never have liked basketball ever, which is crazy to think about. Because I've, I've never said this before. That's, 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 that's a realization. I'm sorry if I pause, but that's just a real, real realization to me. I never would have liked basketball. Um, and also another reason like I got back into basketball was part of like, um, I, I realized what anxiety was. And it, it, it's just like a, a feeling of utter hopelessness and panic. That's the best way I can explain it. And I was getting ready like just to go to college and it was just this utter hope of just like meeting new people. Oh, what if this happens? What if this happens? Blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, how do I quell this down? How do I just like stop myself from panicking so much? And the answer was basketball. And that's another part of the reason why I love this game so much. Not only does it quell you um, not call you. No, that's the second part. The, not only does it help you gain connections, I've already gained so many connections with incoming freshmen, um, that are with me playing, just playing basketball. You know what I mean? There are these two kids that I met in particular, me and my friend who I took with me to play basketball at the court. We met them and they were really cool, really nice people. And again, you, you gain so many connections through basketball, but not only that, um, it quells so much emotion. For those of you who've played basketball seriously, there's this there's this feeling of just utter silence. Regardless of whether you're, you're running or you're playing defense, like you hear yourself breathing, but you really don't. All you hear is the ball bouncing, the swish of the net, and you see the person in front of you. It You really don't hear anything. And it's just... That's, it, it's pure bliss. Uh, if you, it, it's really hard to explain, but I'd consider it to like nirvana, I guess. It's just utter perfection. You know what I mean? I don't hear like any voices inside my head, you know, say, oh, Alex, do this. Oh, Alex, do that. No, 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 no. It's reactions that are split time that your brain only has a split time to make that reaction. You make that reaction and there's no thinking involved. It's just, it's a great feeling. Needless to say, and it also cures my anxiety. Um, I would not consider myself an anxious person by no means necessary. I'm not on any medication for anxiety or stuff like that. I consider myself a pretty happy person, but like I get scared sometimes, like for normal human things, like scared of heights, uh, scared of meeting new people, blah 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 blah. So going back to basketball was really good for me. Um, Honestly, at this point in time, I really don't know if I'm going to continue to play basketball for like, like, I don't know if I'm going to keep playing basketball into the month of October. I really don't know. I honestly just want to go running and run and just, um, have fun doing that. Um, I don't, I don't really know because the main thing with me is just that I don't want to get injured. Um, 
I'm very, I'm a skinny kid at this point. Um, I used to be a little bit bigger. I'm skinnier now. And after just seeing what injuries can do to a person, I don't want to risk it. You know what I mean? Get a tooth knocked out, get a concussion um, playing basketball. I would rather just run cross country, run track, and just have fun doing that. I just, yeah, and that's just the, the main reason for me why I want to just run distance. But at this moment, I don't think I'm 100% to run. And also at the same time, injuries, um, not injuries, um, anxiety is still there. So I think for the next two weeks or so, when school starts up, I'm going to start and really get back into running. But at this moment, I think basketball is just the best decision for me. Um, yeah. I think I'm going to end it off there with athletic topics. I'm going to start off um, with nerd topics now. And there's two things that I need to talk about. First off, NBA 2K20. I'm not convinced. I'm really not convinced. Um, There have been more than ever, you know, 2K19, 2K18... You know, people were like, don't buy the game, don't buy the game, but they were small. Now, I'm willing to say that there's a big enough part of the 2K community that is boycotting 2K. For me, my opinion on it is I'm pro not getting NBA 2K. Because I'm just sick and tired of microtransactions, of not being able to actually just grind in the game... And just become a 99 overall, or at least a 92, you know what I mean? I was a 92 overall back in the days of NBA 2K17, and I was having a blast, you know what I mean? It wasn't that that hard. Obviously, you needed to grind a little bit to get to where you need to be, but it wasn't anything super duper crazy, you know what I mean? Get, get the dribble handles that you need, get the jump shot that you need, and that's really it. I just... I'm tired of having to keep up with just like the 2K community and, oh, you need this jump shot or, oh, you need these handles or, oh, the servers are bad or this or that or blah, 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 blah. And I'm just sick and tired of it. And I honestly, I'm not going to buy this 2K20. It's just not, it's not that appealing. <laughs> it, it, it's really not that appealing. It's really lost the touch. Um. If there wasn't an issue of microtransactions, if there wasn't an issue of the game simply not functioning and not being able to create your own character that you want to and having to play within the limits of NBA 2K, then I'd say, okay, I'd buy it, but it's not. I should not have to spend $140 on a video game just to be an 85 overall. Shouldn't be the case. It just, there's no need for that crap. Um, it's just, I'm tired, you know, I'm just, it's just like a relationship or a friendship that you've just been in for too long and you just need to kind of get away because the relationship is getting too toxic. That's what I would like explain me and like me and the 2K community, you know, not even 2K community, me and 2K. It's just not that fun anymore to just having to pay to become a good basketball player when you can just go out in real life and just go to the, your local basketball court and have a good time and play basketball that way. It's just not that fun. Um, and that's just really my my standpoint on 2K. It's just not that fun. I should not have to pay. It, it shouldn't be like pack. Okay, so here's the thing. I understand like a gotcha game 
um, for those of you who don't know what that is, like you pay to get certain characters. I, I, I kind of understand that, you know what I mean? Because the gacha games, some of them, and I'm going to give an example for those of you who aren't aware. Um, Brave Frontier, right? It's an example of a gacha game where you essentially summon characters, right? You roll the die to try and get the character that you want, right? However, with that game, they give everyone an equal chance to get the characters that essentially are important and that you need in the game to essentially rep up faster, boost up faster, like, just be the best player, you know what I mean? So that, I understand. If everyone has a fair chance to get the hero that you want, or the character that you want, or the upgrade that you want, or the ability that you want, and then afterward, if you missed out, and you didn't get the character, and then you want to spend money, like five bucks, to probably get the character that you want, cool. No problem. I'm okay with spending like four or five bucks on a game that I really enjoy and they give you an equal amount, like chance of getting like the character that you want. Cool. I have no issue with that because everyone has a fair chance. Again, some people would like to disagree with me, but I played that game for like sixth grade until sophomore year of high school and I got all the characters that I wanted. Um, obviously other people's luck is different, but for me, I had a swell time and I spent money like because I wanted to, not because I needed huge difference. I spent money because I wanted to, because there were extra, extra characters that weren't that important, but they were like a seasonal event type of deal and I wanted them. So I spent money and then I got them. I didn't need to spend money. Big difference. If you need to spend money. In a video game, to progress farther, you shouldn't be playing that video game. However, if you are paying money in the game simply because you want a cosmetic, hence Apex Legends, Fortnite, etc., or because you want to, you did a good job in my book because you entertain the player and you're making the player want to buy more stuff in your game. And that's more human psyche. If it doesn't boost my chances by getting like a cosmetic skin, like I don't, th that's more on you. You didn't, they didn't force, Fortnite does not force you to buy season passes, but people buy them though, you know, because they think it's cool. Um, even I, I forgot what season it was, it might have been season four, that I bought a, like a Fortnite pass because I thought it was cool and that's what everyone was talking about. But, um, yeah, I, and that's just my issue with 2K. If, if if it's optional to get VC in the game to like become better, cool. No problems there. However, if it is necessary, no. Not, it just shouldn't be the case. And I, I wanted to talk about the second part, um, the Apex scenario. <sighs> so, I didn't really understand why they made solos and limited time event until I started playing solos. The issue that came into play with solos that people really didn't recognize was that if you play solos, right, and you're not playing as an offensive-oriented character, you're going to lose. So, perfect example. Let's say um, the enemy I'm playing with is a Wraith, right? And I'm Watson, so let's say we're shooting, we're shooting, and then that Wraith gets low health. Guess what? The Wraith can just use her special ability and teleport away, heal up, and then come back. Now, if I'm Watson, 
well, let's hopefully, you know, I'm within a building and then I can plant fences and then I can play defensively. But then that's not that interesting. For all I knew, the Wraith left. And now I could just be sitting here like an idiot for four minutes waiting for that Wraith to come out when I should have just left. Um, and then her ultimate ability, you know, creating a shield that blocks all projectiles as well. Well, that's only for her. Let's say that there were other people in that radius. Now her ultimate ability is just stolen because she got third partied by another offensive oriented character. And then they just stole her ult. Same thing with Lifeline and everybody else. Let's say Lifeline puts it on her heal drone. Okay, she got killed because she wasn't looking and, and got shot in the back and got third partied. And now the other person is healing and stealing their ability. The issue isn't necessarily stealing their ability. The issue is that if you're not playing as an offensive-oriented character, you're at a severe disadvantage. Um, if you're not playing as Octane, Wraith, Bangalore, uh, Pathfinder... Bloodhound to an extent, etc. You're not gonna have a fair chance of winning versus people who are playing as Gibraltar. Kind of got a buff because of his shield, so you know it kind of makes sense to use a Gibraltar. But again, third parties, you're just making yourself a third party beacon if you use Gibraltar. Um, Watson, as I said before, Lifeline. Um, Mirage, kind of, he's okay. Again, still kind of an offensive-oriented character. But main two are Wraith and and Pathfinder. If you're not using offensive-oriented characters, you had a severe disadvantage. So at first, I was saying, okay, we should have had solos at the beginning. Why is this not the case? Now, having solos in the game as a limited time event, I now understand, okay... It might not make a whole lot of sense to have solos when all of your characters are not evenly balanced for solos. So, that much I understand. With duos, I really don't understand why that's not like in the game. For squads like of four, I truly have no idea why that's not in the game. Again, I haven't played it and I did not even make that realization of solos like being like unbalanced until I played it. So maybe because of balancing issues, duos and squads might not make the whole lot of sense. And trios are just the perfect number for Apex Legends. That much, okay, I get it, I understand. You know, it's not gonna be perfect until you give team respawn enough time. Um, Another issue that came into play that the Apex community was talking a lot about was the developer who reached back, I believe it was on Reddit, who essentially one person was complaining in a Reddit forum that, you know, I can't get the special costume that you guys were talking about. How come I can't get it? Blah, 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 blah. And an Apex developer or whoever it was, it was from some higher up in the Apex um, development squad. Essentially responded back and said, hey, you know, first and foremost, you guys don't even spend enough money, so what What are you talking about? You know, you guys don't spend enough money, you know, it's a fair odd chance, the the co- cosmetics don't make you any better, you know, you shouldn't, be. The, the main point was that he was essentially ridiculing the guy and saying, you shouldn't be complaining. So, my thoughts and comments on this. 
I understand the developer's point about saying, okay, you shouldn't be complaining. The cosmetics don't make you any better. I am paraphrasing here. He may have not said that exactly, but that was what I got from reading like the whole post. I understand what he, he meaning by that point and that not a lot of people spend cosmetics. Now, my retort to him saying people don't spend enough money on cosmetics, there's a few things. One, there's a new skin out for Fortnite like every month or every week or like this. When I was playing Fortnite, there was just a new cosmetic, right? Every single week there was just, whether it was a pickaxe, whether it was just an actual costume, whether it was a backpack or something, there was always a new cosmetic, right? With, um, with Apex Legends, on the other hand, first and foremost, the cosmetics aren't that interesting. They, they just aren't. I have to be blunt. I spent more money in Fortnite than I have in Apex Legends simply because the skins in Fortnite are just better. They, they're just flat out better than Apex Legends. I, do, I don't know what else you want me to tell you, but it's just true. Um, I think Team Respawn doesn't have enough people in the graphic design team or character design team to create more skins, and that's part of the reason why. That's not the whole reason why. That's part of the reason why. But there's not enough like time spent put on costumes. Again, the game's great. I think the game's pretty balanced as far as trios go. I give them that much. But the costumes aren't that great. I think they've done a little bit better with the heirloom, um, Bloodhound's heirloom. Um, excuse me. Like that event, the Iron Crown event, right? And even the season one event with um, the skins for Bloodhound and Wraith, I thought those were pretty cool. But it's slowly coming. It's not... It's not there yet, and they're and they're definitely listening. They're definitely seeing that okay, we need more costumes. But for a long period of time, and people could still say this right now, Apex Legends costumes aren't that interesting or aren't that cool. Again, they're getting there, but they're definitely not where Fortnite is or even was at season four, season five. Secondly, accessibility. Um. There are the they again they responded and they changed this, but the accessibility of these legendary costumes aren't that like feasible. Like you can't get them that easily. In um Fortnite, you know, the main way you would get these cosmetics is either by paying the level up or wait until it would come back on like the costume shop or whatever they would call the shop in Fortnite. I haven't played that in a while. And you could have a chance of getting that skin. And they responded. They gave us like a day or so for each um, for each legend skin. So they were listening. But the ch the chances of getting the skin that you wanted are were very low. Again, they responded and they changed us. Blah, blah, blah. But the heirloom is just ridiculous. You know what I mean? And the only way to really get the heirloom in the game is by sending, spending a bunch of money, getting tokens that, again, would take a while to get, and hoping and praying to God that you would get enough, and then you would unlock the heirloom set. I just think the main thing with Apex Legends, I think I'm just going to end it up with this, is that people need to understand this. It's EA. They want money. 
they're thieves. <laughs> they're just thieves. They're, they're going to want and suck up all the money that they can from the consumer. Apex Legends is a free-to-play game. Therefore, if there's things that are in the game that are optional, that don't require money to spend, to play, or be better at in the game, you can't really complain. However, at the same time, as a consumer, being a fan or a part of the community, you feel as if if the game that you're playing is not being taken care of, then you feel cheated out of. What makes you want to be a returning customer if there's not more content in the game for you to be like appeased of or just happy of or just it makes you want to like stay, you know what I mean? So it's a 50-50. The game's free. I shouldn't be complaining. But at the same time, the developer of the game should not rest on their laurels and say, okay, I'm not going to develop new skins, or I'm not going to like update the game, or I'm not going to do this, or I'm not going to do that, regardless of whatever problem there is. Whenever there's a problem in Apex Legends, I always bring up this argument. It's not just about the costumes, because there have been other problems in the game as well. They shouldn't rest on their laurels. Laurels, excuse me. They should always be looking to develop and make the game better for the community. And that's just the main thing. Um, and yeah, that's really all I have to say about that scenario. If you like this episode and you want to see more, feel free to like, subscribe, comment. Give me a like on whatever platform you're on. We're on Spotify. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on Apple Podcasts. Give me a like. Show me some love. Um, please follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and now TikTok at Alex Young Media. Alex Young Media. All one word. No caps. No spaces. No underlines. And I hope to see you soon. Thank you. Deuces.